0: go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages thank you for your support and enjoy the show
1: Hi, everybody. It's Marcia, Marcia Cook from um, Michigan Avenue Media, World of Inc. We have a really good show today. This is a special show. We're going to talk about audiobooks and um, with someone that really knows about audiobooks, which is the Audio Bookworm Promotions, Jess. And uh, we've talked about audiobooks a lot on the show, but we haven't had an expert like this. Uh, Like Jess is, and this will help all of you understand how important it is to get the books done right and then have them done in audiobooks and learn how to promote because this is a a tough market to promote. So, uh, and I'm very happy that I found audio some help with my audiobooks. So, today my co host is Tracy McDonald, and um, I'll just add one thing quick I'm an author, I'm a screenwriter, radio host, and I do a lot of other things, but uh, usually don't say what I do <laughs> I always forget, so I think I'll just say it today. And okay, Tracy, will just talk for a few seconds on what she does, and then we're going to bring on Jess, and I think you're going to find this so interesting because um, the package that she has and offers really are so helpful. You will be really glad you listened. Okay, Tracy, how are you?
2: I am good. You haven't been on for a while. Are the exactly the reason I'm on? <laughs> Just tell everybody a little bit about you, and then we'll bring Jess on. Um, I am a writer. I've been. I have three books that are published. Um, two of them are self-published right now, and one of them goes through Simon and Schuster through um, a company that's called Crimson Romance, which is actually not um, in production anymore and I have my um, blog and my website TracyMcDonaldAuthor.com I do the radio with you and the World of Eat Network every chance I get just because I like to hear the sound of my own voice <laughs> <laughs> and um, I write because I love writing I started when I was four years old just because I could pick up a pencil and do it and I've never been able to put the pencil down since. Um, I went blind when I was actually 20, 23 years old, and I had to learn to write with a talking computer and um, be able to navigate my way around the written word without being able to actually see what I was writing. And that's one of the reasons that I'm super interested in audiobooks. There was a time when only the ignorant, the illiterate, and the blind read audiobooks. And that's not true anymore. There are lots of us who are um, multi-tasking and very busy, and we're moms, and we're businesswomen, and we're busy people who have a thousand things to do, and we need to find ways where we can do more than one thing at the same time. And I think audiobooks are perfect for that.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: So, all right, Jess, all right, I tell a little bit about yourself, and uh,
1: then we'll start from there and everybody, and how long you've been doing this. Hi, Jess. Uh, uh-huh.
3: I'm, hi. I'm Jess, <laughs> Hello. Jess, the audiobook worm. Um, I've been mm-hmm. doing this, well, I've been uh, listening to audiobooks and blogging about them for about three years, um, I've been promoting them for two of the of the three since I've you know become a listener, and I do this because I am a listener. And I I, I mean, you do something because you're passionate for it, right? Tracy, isn't that what yes. you just were talking yep, about? that's um, why I do it. And uh, the internet has really revolutionized the way uh audiobooks are heard and viewed. Uh, throughout the world It's a billion dollar industry right? And I yep. am trying to Revolutionize the way they are promoted
1: And because I, right, I yep, know. We need, that, that, is that. We all need that
3: It's
2: so important yep.
3: Yeah exactly And that's why I started doing this Because no one else was doing it I, I didn't wake up one morning and And think oh this is <laughs> going to be My sole purpose in life now This is what I was born to do I thought well somebody's got to do it <laughs>
1: Well, you know what? That really so I, is true, though, because it's so important, and they're so good. I mean, you know, and you know, I I do so many shows, and people go like, oh, I don't know, I don't like audio books. I like to hold a book, you know. But like that, that's really like old, old. That's like an old remark already. I mean, because you know what? You can we you can exercise. You can do anything you want. You can cook you can clean you can listen to audiobooks and it, you can do that at any time when you're in the car it's such a wonderful thing that when i found your service i mean i'm thinking like oh my god <laughs> services does all of these things can you tell a little bit about some of the services you offer because they're really good services it's not just hello goodbye and you're done you offer really help for audiobook people
3: Right, exactly. I can't do hello, goodbye, done, because (laughs) then you would be left with no one, right? You'd be left out there alone. So, I mean, I I realize that I am um, one of a a very finite amount of resources for audiobook promotion, so I I try to be as much as I can in that department and um, kind of be a a one-stop shop for whatever you need. And, again, I didn't start out, with that intention, I, I started out um, doing blog tours for audiobooks. That's my flagship service. It's where my heart is. It's where um, you know. It, it's my most popular service, and I, I kind of branched out out of necessity rather than with the intention of having all these irons in the fire. Um, but blog tours aren't new. They've been around. Virtual book tours. They go by several different names, and there's plenty of companies out there doing. Blog tours. If you Google blog tour, you'll get pages and pages on Google of, of these companies providing blog tour services. But I am the only one providing that service specifically for audiobooks.
2: And that, so what, yeah, so I, you know how difficult is it? Yes. Yeah, how go ahead. difficult is it to um, be included in your audiobook blog tour? Not at all.
3: I, because I'm the only one doing it, I hate to turn people away. So I try to accept any request that comes my way. But at the same time, I try to keep in mind, okay, what is best for this book? Is a blog tour what's best for this book? In, in a lot of cases, yes. In other cases, no. I don't have an audience for children's books. Uh, Marsha and I have talked about this. Yeah. I tried touring yeah. a, ch- a children's book. Uh, it was nine minutes long. I tried doing a tour for that a few months ago because I thought what the heck, I'll try it once. We'll see how it goes. Uh, it didn't go well. Yeah. So I thought okay I well, I learned something. Book, it's a uh, children's books are really tough.
1: I mean, you know, uh, there are they're even they're tough for to sell too. I mean, people think that it's easy to sell children's books because they're small and they're short. It's not true.
3: Right. It's a tough. It's market. My, I didn't know that because I had never done it. But now yep. I do. So now, you know, the next person that comes, which happened to have been Marsha, <laughs> the next person yeah. that came to be <laughs> wanting to write a, ch- a children's book, I said, look, I, I can do it if you really want, but I don't think that's the best yep. avenue for you, it's just based on my that." experience. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah, other than I the children's book, what other kinds of stipulations do you have?
3: Um, well, I – this is a big stipulation. I have to be the one to – distribute the review copies to the reviewers that's actually written in my privacy policy. When a reviewer signs up with me uh, to be a tour host, they know that I won't be sharing their information with anyone. That's a hot topic right now right with the Facebook thing mm-hmm. um, yeah I'm not going to be sharing their email address their name not, nothing with anyone else. Um, so I have to be the one to distribute the most of the time it's ACX code. Uh, 99% of the time that's what's being distributed. Um, I have done just raw files, you know, when someone owns all of the rights flat out. Mm -hmm. uh, I can distribute the MP3 files that way. Um, That's a big stipulation that I am um, firm on. Another one that is non-negotiable with me is you have to agree not to contact the reviewer while they're in the course of reviewing your book. And even after, be very careful because you don't want to jeopardize the integrity of that review. Right. You right. know, Amazon is really, really funny about about that. So.
1: You know, you know that's true a because, situation where way, because you people have a lot of trouble with their books. They're taking off the book reviews now because of things like this. So, I mean, you know, with audio books, I think it's smart to do it this way because you don't – it's really better if you don't know the reviewer. That's just their job. They're reviewing your work, but you don't have to be friends with them.
2: And exactly. Or even know who well, they are. I know a lot of times, lot of times with um, reviewers, the authors and the narrators are trying to gather a list of people that they can go back to for their next book or the next time they publish. Or, And um, with this particular service, there is no building of your review list by using yeah. your service. Your reviewers are safe. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Yes. Just come back to me every time and um and people yeah. do that. So I'll I'll run a tour for a first book in a series and then when the next book comes out they'll come back to me and those reviewers they remember that they were on the tour for the previous book and they loved it and they, they'll sign up again. So you're getting the same reviewers and then you know, in the meantime, more reviewers may have signed up with me and they'll go back and they'll listen to the first book
2: just so they can join the tour for the second book. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's a good thing. So this yeah, is a benefit
2: good. if somebody's interested in becoming an audio reviewer, that they don't have to worry that you're releasing their information into the general exactly. public too. Exactly. And
3: see I, I had that Privacy policy in place long before this whole Facebook scandal. Right, so right, right. I, I, right, want to right, I was ahead of right. that curve, or ahead of the bullet,
1: rather. Yeah, because you knew there's something good. It's you know you really you have to be careful with things, you know, especially if you're running a, a, a regular business, you know, and you're. I think what's happening now is people are disappearing left and right because they were all in it for a lot of different reasons. But I think the diehard people that are authors and reviewers and people that listen to audio books, those are the ones that are left. The other people, they're, they're starting to go because every day I see other people going, they said, they're said they saying goodbye to everybody, and that's the end of it. And so right. I think it's business back, I think it's going to be back to, not no, I don't know what normal is, but more so when people are actually um, just being more safer on who they're friendly with or what's happening, you know. And that's smart that you do that because you, that's why your reviewers will stay with you.
3: Right, exactly. I've had these same reviewers with me. Gosh, a lot of them are, are the same ones that I've had with me since the very beginning. I mean, I, I'm big on building a rapport with my list, which is something I suggest everyone do. Build a rapport with your mailing, your mailing list, your email list. Yeah. Um, I, I think of these reviewers as friends, and I hope they think of me the same way. We, we are in constant contact. I know them by first name. I, you know, in, in a lot of cases, I remember where they're from or you know, little personal details.
1: Yep, that's a good thing. So, so I, let's say someone has a book, okay, and then they they go and they click your site, audiobookpromotions.com, dot com, and uh, bookworm Demo- promotions. Okay, where do they start? What is a good place to start?
2: Okay, so this is an author? Yes.
3: Or Okay, an author. Do the uh, authors what? get
2: you started, or do you need a publicist or something?
3: Anything. Whenever uh, you sign up for a tour request or request any sort of service, it will ask you, you know, are you an author, a narrator, a publisher, or other? You know,
0: um, okay. I guess
3: other would be like a, a an assistant or something or maybe a well-meaning friend, I don't know. But, yeah, anybody can... Um, and request a service and where you would start when you go to my website I I have a services tab at the top if you know exactly what you're looking for you can you know go to the little drop down and pick tours or design service or you know if you know exactly what you want if not just click on services and uh, I call it my menu of services that pops up and you see what looks appetizing to you you can click on um, you know each one to find out more and uh, the the tour or the I'm sorry the request forms are at the bottom of each page. So there's no, you know, looking around for them. I I think my site is pretty navigable. Um if there's a way you think it could be improved, anyone, uh let me know. I I definitely am always looking to optimize it. Okay, definitely no, but you stop you reach out right there. to them You
1: reach out right away, you know, and you you because, know, like when I went in the site, it's there's so many different things that you know, I didn't know what to do first, you know. And because naturally when you have an audio book, we don't see that many things that we can do. So when you right. go on your site, you know, you're going like, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? You know, and the prices are reasonable, which is a good thing because that matters. Because, you know, it's long-term that you have to do promoting. You can't just do it one week and forget about it, the, you know, for six months.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, it really just depends on what you're looking for. And if you don't know what you're looking for, just uh, email me. My email address is all over the website. There's buttons that say, Email Jess or Contact Jess. Uh, just let me know. Say, Hey, here's what I've got going. What do you think I should do? And I will uh, assess the situation and say, Hey, I think this would be best for you.
1: Yeah, okay, Jess, let me
2: um, stop you for right. a second. Okay. Um, I am a blind person and I work with a computer that navigates mm-hmm. speech. And there are a large number of blind people or people who have problems with their eyesight who love audiobooks. Right. So, if these people who don't necessarily navigate around the computer the way normal people do were to get onto your website, will a speech program work? with your website? Do you it know whether or not your website is
3: compatible? I have, been, I have uh, several visually impaired friends who are into audiobooks. I actually met them through the audiobook community, and they have mm-hmm. told me that it is navigable. Um, they've, they've alerted me where there are weak areas. I try to stay um, really up on all of the metadata so that um, each image has a title. Uh, which right. screen reader reads uh, I'm led to understand, um, and they've alerted me to weak spots, and I've gone in and fixed those. So yes, it should um, be navigable. If you find that that is not the case, please please tell me.
2: I will get a hold of you if I find any problems with it since I use
3: please do. The screen reader so
2: often. Yeah, I I no, and you site have site and you have selection. a lot of friends that are
1: authors also that have books that are probably going oh, to be yeah. you know through acx too i have you know i AC, have blind ACX. friends
2: who write and i have blind friends who listen to books and there's a lot of us that are actually yeah. very interested in the, the 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 services that you're providing okay jess yeah. was saying something Enough. very interesting
1: before jess you you know before we had this we're talking about you know things before the show um okay um Yesterday, Tracy and I were talking about something about the prices people charge for their books. And
3: mm-hmm.
1: what um, I noticed, which I wasn't paying attention to, is that, like, my audio books are a certain price. And because it goes by the hour, I guess, you know, how long it is, they choose Audible. I, um, I, they don't ask me. I, I don't think Audible does ask anybody. Is that right, Jess? Or I, no, I don't, you don't think. have the
2: right to choose.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I so they put it out. Thing. So <laughs> what happens with the book is when you you can change your book on KDP or all of that and you can make it 99 cents, 299 and then um Tracy had mentioned that she was checking out some data so maybe maybe you should just say what you found for the data of what for authors why we don't have to always make our books 99 cents because when they go to the Audible book if we didn't give our books for 99 cents maybe they more people would read Audibles because they they seem to want these books for 99 cents or free on the KDP days. So
2: what well, and what is was one the, of the data things that happened one of the things that happens with um, published work is that um, it's 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 known as digital um, information. Digital information right now is the least valued information that you can get off the internet. You can get digital information for less than it costs you to get a cup of coffee. Yeah, and I yeah authors will that. go. People will go and buy entire books for less than they will spend on a cup of coffee. But the problem is we have over 30,000 books that are being published by a lot of independent writers and independent publishers, and they're being sold for $0.99 or free, and you have to sort through the mess in order to find the good ones in between the ones that are just yeah. putting their stuff out there and hoping somebody will take it for free. With audiobooks, we don't have that same problem. They are valued according to how long the book is. How even the um, whether or not the narrator is a good narrator doesn't have anything to do with the value of the story. We have people who look at our books from an objective point of view and then they sell them for the value that they have instead of the price of a cup of coffee because that's what competition demands audio is actually so, better
1: on the audio, so just then you said you, then you were, we were cut off because the show started so what you were saying something about that you were talking about that it's valued the audio books are valued differently and you don't have that situation. Would you want to elaborate on that so we can hear about that?
3: Well, my, my comment kind of came from a misinterpretation of what Tracy was saying at the time.
0: Um,
3: I thought she was uh, saying that audiobook reviewers, uh, I, I guess I thought that she was thinking that they were trying to take advantage of oh, um, no, the no, exchange no, right. for reviews. Yeah. And what I was saying was that I've I've found the opposite. I mean, I you know, you run into some that you think, okay, maybe they're just trying to play the system, um, and they end up usually either being cut from my list or just dropping out on their own. But the majority, I, I, this is what really, honestly, not to get sappy, but this is what touches my heart because I've had on multiple occasions, and it always surprises me, um, someone will say, you know, I finished, like like if we're doing a, a series tour and they have to let me know when they're ready for the next book in the series and I'll send them the code for it. Someone will say, I finished the first book at midnight last night and I had to have the second one immediately, so I just used my own credit for it. I, just, I didn't even care. I just, you know, they bought it. Even I mean, though Even nice. though know, if they had it waited in really the nice. morning or the next day I could have given them a code for it. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. just so passionate about um the series, or, or just audiobooks in general, that they don't mind spending their credit on it. They love what they're doing, and you can tell when a reviewer loves what they do. They're doing this. Uh, I have to remind people all the time: reviewers are volunteers. They're doing this. They're, this isn't their job. Like it is mine, you know. And and I'm still doing this because I love it. I, you know, uh, quit what I was doing to, to start doing this full time. But yeah. reviewers don't get paid for this. Yeah. They do it
1: because they like okay, I, I think they, that, I right think I don't don't think people really understand about. that
3: right I think sometimes that's why
1: I do all different kind of shows because you know the audio books you know i I think that you know i I hear what you're saying, and we hear this all the time on the show from people that with books it's like they can't wait to give them away free or 99 cents but then they do compare it i've had several authors compare it to the fact that yes they go out and to you know get coffee and they spend five dollars and they only want to spend 99 cents and so when tracy brought that up to me i'm thinking this this is what happened to the market because everybody's waiting either for free books or 99 cents and then when they see they have to uh, buy an audio book and it costs money i belong to the audio so i have credits you know and but i think it's really the they don't understand how long it takes to do an audio book it is not one two three it's so hard it takes a lot of time a lot
2: It's Absolutely. weeks and weeks worth of work And and I don't think people get that. And then the weeks and weeks worth of work to process the whole thing into an actual book.
1: Yes. people people are not getting paid.
2: They do it because they love it and because they want you to have things that are valuable. And you have to be able to invest in things that have value. And that's why we do audio books because it gives us the value that we are looking for and can't find when we're just looking on Amazon and going, oh, about $0.99. I know.
1: So you have a lot of people that are
2: in your site, right, Jess? You have a lot of people
1: that are coming in and reviewing.
3: um, Yes, I have over 360 audiobook reviewers right now. And I know that doesn't, uh, you know, if you were working with a, a regular book tour company that just tours regular books, you know, traditional books, that number probably sounds pretty measly to them, but... No, I think, think like
1: or, I think it sounds like a lot. I, I think it sounds like a lot, because so I think a lot of these companies... Of it. No, I think it's a lot, because I don't think people realize that, you know, the reviewers, they're dropping off, and, you know, the thing about the reviewers for books, whereas with the audio, it's a very different market, and the reviewers for books, rather than, you know, a, you know, it's like you're almost begging people to review your books, it, it, it's... It's so sad, I mean, because, and, you know, then, you know, years, a couple years ago, there was a lot more parties. They had parties where you're giving everybody free books, and everybody's sending, you know, this one a book for free and that one, and then they're not giving any reviews. So, I mean, it's kind of, you know, it it was really sad because people were so aggravated they didn't want to do that. And then they gave the digital, and they didn't care as much, but the audiobooks, you know, it really is a good listen. It's so, you know, uh, it's very, it's really good entertainment. So I think that when you say 360, I think that's a lot of reviewers. Right, if you've
3: ever searched for audiobook reviewers on your own, you know how much that number means because there aren't that many Mm -hmm. out there. And it's not like, you know, the the first thing that most people do when they're looking for audiobook reviewers is a Google search, right? That's the natural thing to do. And you'll get a handful of reviewers that will pop up. Um, That's how I started with with blogger outreach, uh, actively pursuing reviewers. Um, But in the couple of years since, They've started coming to me, and there are so many reviewers that say, hey, I, look, I don't really, uh, I don't even advertise that I review audiobooks on my website, but I thought I would try it, or I don't normally listen to audiobooks, but I thought I'd try it through your service. So, I mean, th- these aren't just exclusive audiobook reviewers that you would find in a Google search. These are people who have found me because they're interested in what I'm doing, um, and yep. Yeah, I, that that I, honestly, my favorite word is quality, because as much as yeah. I can say, oh, 360, 360, that's a great number. I'm so proud of it, and I am. Um, but it's the quality of the reviewers yeah. that matters, and that's yeah. why I like to have a rapport with my list and stay in touch with them. And you know, if somebody comes to me and they say, look, I've never reviewed audiobooks. Can I still work with you? I'm like, yeah, sure. I have a yeah. list that yeah. I send out to my my hosts. Um, to make reviewing easy for them, just show them how simple it is, and that it's not that different from regular book reviewing. But here's a few of the high points that you might want to hit in your review.
1: So now, if people are listening to the show and they listen archive later, you know, if they want to be reviewers, what what do they do? Just go to your site and tell you and email you.
3: Well, I have a form that they can fill out on my website. Right. You go, okay. um, it's in the top bar. It says host. You, you, that, go to the little drop down there and it okay. says be a host. you just click on okay. that and sign up and you'll get a welcome email explaining the process and showing you what tours you can sign up for at that time so i think that right so and then um
1: if they don't want to be a reviewer and they want to just get reviewed what do they do i already, i know some of this but what do they do they give you the um, code. Same
3: thing. You go to you go to my website and yeah. uh, under services, you click tours. You read about that and you fill out the tour request form. I'll then contact you and um, explain a little more, you know, in detail about deadlines and such. And uh, then I'll I'll send you um, some documents that go into even more details. I've I've been told that it's a very organized and painless process and honestly that's the best compliment anyone could ever give to me yeah. cuz all I strive is <laughs> in life is organized.
1: Right. No, um, it's yeah, you know yeah. really cuz a lot of times you know I'm the truth is you know I mean people know when they listen. I've done 8 years of shows and um I if I use someone I tell them, you know, and if I don't use someone I don't like say anything about them because I've tried. But, you know, so I've used your service and I've used the packets. And I was suspicious, I didn't want to call you in between or talk to you because I wanted to ask some questions while we're online because people, I want you to explain what the packet could do for them. I really like the packet that you sent, it's a really good uh, way to get people to see it in a very organized, um, detailed description of what your audio book is about so i know that i had emailed you probably about 10 times to see if i could get it in word and but it's a link right it's a link and then they as soon as they right. click the link all the pages open
3: right so, it's a pdf and right i i right. send them as PDFs because that makes the, the links clickable um yeah. if you do it in okay. word A, it's not going to be as pretty, Uh, and B, the links aren't going to—they're not going to work. And C, everyone doesn't have Word, so if they open it up in whatever right, right, you're you're absolutely right. It's going to look different. Yeah.
1: But what, but what I was thinking of it for, which was what I asked for, was what I was thinking is I just sometimes you want to just give a little part of it, and not the whole thing, because sometimes you just want to do something fast you know there's so many different sites that i'm on and i do just put a little things but i i think the clickable the way you could click it yes it is a really well done packet and i you know i'm planning on doing it for others i mean i really so i think that there would be a good way for people to start out with something like that because it's really and it's not a lot of money and it's really done well it is it's good
2: Thank you So Thank I, you have you know, gotten um, feedback? Yeah. Have you gotten feedback from your um, non-sighted people just about how the PDFs work and whether or not blind people can um, use the site?: A lot of times if I have to go through a link and there are four or five pages included on a single link, I can't mm. navigate my way through everything. So have you ever gotten feedback from other blind people about whether or not they can use it?
3: I haven't, because I'm not the one distributing the press packets. But you know what? I'm ashamed to say I have not thought of that, because I don't, I don't do that many – I haven't done that many uh, press packets yet. I've done a few. And it's usually the authors or narrators who are doing the distribution, so I'm not getting the feedback. But now that you brought that to my attention, I, I will run some uh,
2: tests with that. Um, I have a very good friend. Well, you Casey know what? Schreiberg. I am going to come. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come to your website, and I'm going to log on, and I'm going to ask you for a link. I'm going to sign yeah. up yeah. with you to do my blog yeah. tour when my audio comes out in May, oh, and cool. we'll find all the problems. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, okay. because well, I, I think I, that you – know, wait. I, no.
3: I just sent my media kit to Marcia. She could forward yeah. that to you because that's uh, sort of the same – it's the same format as the press packet. So you tell me if there are any issues with that, and uh, I will get to work on that because I definitely want – the second thing I strive to be in life is accessible. That's really important to me, so to make sure that my
2: website and everything that I do is accessible to everyone. Well, and I have media kits for my book, so um, I may be able to navigate the media kit without too many problems. PDFs are just different for blind people than DOC or DOCX. So I'll just play with okay. it and see what I can do with it, and and re- regardless, I'm coming to your website and I'm gonna sign up for when right. I'll my send audio you that when we're
1: always. I'll send you that when we're off, and I'll also send you my packets that she did for two of my books. You know, and I just haven't used them as much yet because I was trying to finish up some other things. But I think you know, and they when you open them, they really look nice. Right. You know. Great. Right. I'm You want
3: that <laughs> You also want yeah. it to be informative. Uh, you don't want to yeah. see that. That's the whole point of the the press packet is when you're doing blogger outreach. Um, and this is kind of from a, a, a personal pet peeve too. I hate getting long emails, um, long mm. pages. You know where they you know go on and on. Here's what the book's about, and here's this, and here's that. Like just send me a link to the, right, to the bottom line. line. Just, yeah, yeah. That's you a you know really that's requests. a good idea. You know
1: that's that's a good way to look at it actually. Right. So you send a short,
3: a brief email pitch and say everything that you need to know is attached, you know, in the packet Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, You know, I I try to organize, you know, because I do so many different things and I did, you know, and I've recently decided that, you know, I mean, I do, I am a multi-genre author. And, you know, I... And just yesterday I talked to the publisher. I said, just let's put all of them with my name on it now. And um, I, I, instead of Lady Jane, I do have that one. I'll keep that one because some of the audios are Lady Jane. but uh, And some of them are my name. And I tried with audibles to get, you know, it, it's very difficult when you are a multi-genre um, author to get all your information mm-hmm. out. But I finally just made it, put it in my head, and do, that's just it. I can't just keep separating everything and um you know i I have my website with web dot com They think I'm crazy half the time because I'm telling them I right, put this link here or that, but I think you know I'm trying to simplify what I do, and I think that people really you know want I just saw somebody sent me an email yet today, they go like, "I'm not doing my blog anymore, I'm just putting it on my website because I think, as authors, we've done so many things, and now with the when we're doing books to boot its so it's like where do you know you want to make it short and concise so the people you're sending it to will not be looking through a lot of things that they don't want to look through. Right.
3: Right, you exactly, know. because I I don't have a percentage on this, but I would bet that more than half of them, before they even get to the actual meat of the pitch, they click out of the email because it's taken so long and you haven't gotten to the point, you know?
2: Right. You don't right. want that to happen. That's true. Right. You. Lose you know, and Even on, e- the even on Instagram, of
1: yeah, and Instagram, I think, I don't know, Tracy, if you do Instagram, but uh, would you suggest... Yeah, um, I do. Jess, okay, Jess, would you suggest just putting the link out on Instagram and then they can open it if they want to? That might be something to, with a just one picture, yeah. I think, maybe, because, yeah, I think I'll do it that way, because I think Instagram... You know, at first I didn't really like it, but now I get it because they really want to look at a picture. They want to get to it fast, and I think with just clicking the link, I agree with what you said right now, and it's going to, it sinks in what you mean by that, and that's right, because they don't want to look through a lot of information that's not interesting or right. doesn't look good. You know, you make it look good.
3: Right. And that's well, what and one of the, one of the awesome. good things
2: you can do is you can post something on Facebook and share it. To Instagram. Exactly. And cover yeah. twice as much material and market that yeah. way. And that's what I do. In fact, I'd love to have a picture that I can load onto my Facebook page and then share to Instagram, and I'll get. I have more than 1,400 people who follow my, face, my Facebook page and nearly 1,000 people who follow my Instagram. So the that's reach good. of being able to do that is quite vast.
1: Mhm. Yeah, and the it's
2: message, the same right, logic. It, it's the same
3: logic behind um, a media kit. You know, I mentioned my media kit. Uh, obviously, yep. I'm a, a blogger and a promotional specialist. But anyone can have a media kit. I I kind of stole that idea from authors because they have media yep. kits yep. all of the time. And it's yeah, different say, from I one. a press. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's different from a press packet. A press packet, like I do, is. About one um, audiobook or one series. It's sort of built on the idea of like a press release. When, when something is new, um, you want to get the right. word out there about it. But the media kit is about you. It's about you, 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 know, you as an author, or you as a narrator, yep. or a, a publisher. You even. as the lady uh, who
2: does the, the audio blog.
3: Exactly, but it's just, it serves the same purpose if you don't want to go into your life story in an email. Like maybe yep. um, if nice. you're about to go into an interview, you know, like this, or um, if you're pitching yourself to a publisher or anyone, a yeah. blogger that wants to interview, you know, you say, look, I'm not going to go into my whole life story here, but here's my media kit
2: yeah, yeah that's I think, great
1: you know right it, it really is good and i really think you know that people you know a lot of times they really don't really understand that they really have to promote the audiobooks i mean you just do you know and um if you don't then nothing happens and the codes you know they give you free codes but you know to start doing it by yourself, there are services that, there's a service that helps, and that nobody pays any attention to that at all. But that's why a service like Jess's service is you, you help the people get to where they need to go because you can't always do things yourself, or a lot of people really don't understand what to do. Right,
3: exactly. So and they need help. Me, or, and, and if I can't help you, I'll find someone who can
1: Right, and, uh, so now, and then what about, the book? what about the Adopt-A-Book?
3: What about the Adopt-A-Book? Oh, right, okay, so my adoption program, uh, that's sort of, if the tours are my flagship feature, I guess this is my secondary service, uh, not that it's lesser, but it's uh, the the second one that I started. Uh, it's a, a page on my website that this is the one where I've had the screen reader test done the most because, um I have a couple of friends who use screen readers, and they regularly adopt from me. Um, So I make sure that the metadata is, you know, all up to date on that. But um, it's it's this page on my website that uh, sort of acts as a, like, a digital library. Um, So say, Tracy, you wanted, if if instead of a tour, if you decided to do the adoption program, you would send me a link to your audio book and a cover and uh, some codes, and I would put uh, the cover and the basic information about your title on the uh, adoption page under the right section for that genre. And um, every week there's a newsletter that goes out to uh, a list of people that have signed up to get updates. So um, every week an email goes out to them showing them the new books that have just been added to the page that are available for review. And if they're interested, they go to the page and put in a request for a certain book. I send them the code and, uh, you know, they, there's an adoption agreement. Everything's on the up and up. They know that they have to, um, submit a review, uh, within three months, uh, for this page. And, um, there are, or on this page, excuse me, there's a, a submission box at the bottom where they can submit a link to their review. And, uh, yeah, that you you get reviews that way. It's a, it's a more yeah. I like more, I um, like that adoption program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a more You'd, layback.
1: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's a layback. Yeah, but you know the other thing but about yes. the adopt. Okay, so with, uh, when you uh, we all have these codes, okay. So I, let's say I have codes from two years ago, and I've talked to them at Audible. You know, it it a lot of people they really don't understand what to do with it, and so but that's why your service is good because that's what I just, I can't, I'm not even sending them anymore to people because they don't even know what to do. And at the beginning, when I first did my first audiobook was a few years ago. They, it was easy. You sent a gift and they could do it. And a lot of times they can't, there's no, I've talked to them at audible and they know that they, that program was easier, but so you're, a lot of times they don't accept the audio book and you don't really know it that much because you're not, they're not telling you and you don't get a review, you don't get anything because they don't know how to do it. You know, but right. you make sure that it gets have, done.
3: I have a video on my YouTube channel, my rarely used YouTube channel, um, showing how to redeem a promo code. I made that because I was running into that issue here and there. A few oh, that's a great idea. How to redeem a code. Yeah, yeah. So I just you know, it's just a, it's not me. It's just uh, a video of my screen where I'm going through the process no, of redeeming a code. Yeah, yeah. Because people
1: really, you know, and sometimes they're embarrassed to ask people, so they don't say anything, you know, and then you don't know if they got it or not. So if they if they've used up their codes or they don't have codes, what can they do? Can they? Let's say I've used up all my codes for an older book. Let's just say, and I want to send. Mm-hmm. I want to sign up with you for a service. I have no more codes. What do I do? Can I just buy them an audio book if they need it for a gift, or how would you You do that? Um, You
0: can.
3: You can. This is the area where uh, it's really more up to you because without codes, uh, there's not a lot we can do simply because, like I think uh, Tracy was saying earlier, or or maybe it was you, Marsha, when when you were saying um, that, the blitzes, you know, that just the one-day promotions, they it, feel yep. kind of um, empty. Yeah. You know when there's no reviews and it's just sort of uh, it, it kind of feels to me like screaming into the void. Um, I feel like a review yep. is really the the meat of the promotion. It's it's where yep. the quality is to me. Um so yep. I don't do blitzes or anything without reviews. But if you don't have any codes, here here's something and I really want to get this out there because It surprises me how many people are unaware of this. Um, Your code, in my experience, there's a chance I could be wrong, but I believe in my experience I've found that the codes are not specific to any certain book. So just because you've run out of codes for one book, if you still have some from an older release or a book that, yeah, you can kind of repurpose those. For a book, like I always say, you want to repurpose the majority of your codes for the um, the first book in a series because that's how you get them hooked, right? And if you get someone hooked on a series, then they're more likely to just use their own credit to finish the series out. It's hey. the same logic behind a free trial. Well, yeah, you know, that yeah. sounds
1: that sounds really good, and it actually sounds like hope for authors. I mean, which is one reason why you know when I heard what Tracy said, it stuck in my head because this never-ending search to know if you should do ninety-nine cents, two ninety-nine, and if you go to five ninety-nine, then there maybe it's too much. But when she said that, it made me start thinking a whole new way. Is that right? They're paying for the audio book, then they can pay for the book. You know, and which, but they should try an audio book every now and then. These people would love. I think they'd really be happy if they heard them. And I, I,
2: oh, I talk about attentive. it a lot.
1: And I, I tell people this all the time. And I think you really get to hear the story. You know, a lot of us read and we skip a line or two. When it's when it's oral, when you're listening to it, and it's an audio. It's when it's an audio. You something about it. You tend to it sinks in, you know, and you hear. And it's kind of a tool for authors that I don't know if authors realize this, but when you listen to somebody else's book, it gives you ideas sometimes on your own book, not copying what they said. It's just bringing to mind a thought. And I think it's really good for authors to hear, to listen to other authors because, you know, it's good to hear different styles And it's good to look at a book and listen to a book and not look for commas. And because that's what is the problem out there. Everybody Mm -hmm. goes, Oh, this one had a misspelled word, or this is, you know, they're right off the bat going to say, Oh, they misspelled the word. They have no comma, no period. Something happened, you know. And this way, you just listen to the book and enjoy it for what it is.
3: Right. Right. Those, you're not. These you're these, not editing uh, it. You're not, not editing
1: it while you're listen, You know, reading it, and people tend to do that. And a lot of times, reviewers are very cruel if there's a couple mistakes. You know, with all of the media that it goes through, you send it to your publisher, you send it to Amazon, you recopy it, you do this, that. It sometimes things happen. And it's not even the publisher's fault. It just happens. But people go like, oh, my God, didn't anybody look at this? I mean, so sometimes mistakes happen. But, like, if you're listening to an audiobook because Audible checks it out, where you can't have mistakes as far as, you know, there's no empty space. It's just it, you listen to it, and it's a good listen. Right. Well, well, they don't the just throw it out.
2: An audio. That's one of the benefits of doing an audio book. I actually get to listen to the finished book yeah. twice before um, she releases it. And then if I have any problems, if there's pronoun- mispronounced words or yep. something that's wrong, then I can go back and say, okay, I need you to re-record this, or I need you to make the pronunciation of this word this way. My book is set in the South, and so I have to make sure that the terminology that I'm using as not being a Southern person and the terminology that's being used by the actual southern person makes sense. Um, there was a word that was hearth. And the the girl that was the narrator used the word um, hearth. And it sounded oh. to me like hearth. And I'm like, that's, and, and I asked, I asked all my southern people, is that how you say that word? And they're like, no, no, it's it's the heart with the knife. Yeah, and I had to have her go back and do it again because it was just a mispronunciation of that word. She right. read it and different than I meant up it up to be read. Yeah, and maybe maybe nobody would have noticed, but the blind lady.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but you know, know what? I, I word, said, you huh? know,
2: Tracy. You know,
1: I know what you're saying there too, but you know the thing is, you know, don't you think this is what I found? What you know, sometimes in different cities, different states, different countries, they some mm-hmm. of the words are pronounced differently, and they're not, they don't yep. even use the dialogue. Them. It's, it's very the interesting the dialogue, you know. So I think yep. that that's people, you know, need to always know that you know, just listen to the story sometimes. Don't you know there? Are, it's so people are very critical. <laughs> And I don't, you what know, I, and, yeah, go ahead.
3: What I always think, um, you know, because I, I'm a reviewer, too. I was a reviewer first, and I still am a reviewer. Um, and what I think and, and how I kind of, not guide, but um, like, like the little checklist that I was telling you I, I right, give to right. the hosts if they need some guidance, um, I say, you know, did it take away from the overall listening experience? If it distracted you to the point where you couldn't enjoy the the, the overall experience, or you, you know, it just detracted from the quality in any way, then mention it in in the review. If it did, not yeah. if it was something that you were like, ah, it's just kind of a fly buzzing around your head, but it never actually bit you, um, <laughs> you can probably right. leave it out. <laughs> yeah. See,
1: that's a good thing. To that's good. a good thing because I think it's you know, because I think that that's really fair. You know, uh, to an, or to someone that's written a book, and then when they get a review, you know, that's really bad. And because a lot of people, sometimes, you know, sometimes you get a bad review. Sometimes, you know, there's nothing you could do. They didn't like it, but it would be because they didn't like the story or something. You know, that's really what is important, but I think it, it, things have changed a lot. So I think that, just what you're doing is you're making it such much, so much more realistic for an author to want people to listen to their book on an audio because it's, it's, you can, they can at least give a fair review.
3: Right, exactly, it, fairness. That's what I, I really um, push because a, a reviewer will come to me and they'll say, I'm kind of on the fence about this book because um, for the majority of tours, I say, you know, if you can't give a book at least 3.5 stars, then just hold off and post your review after the tour has ended because the tour is a promotional period, right? Right. right. Um it's advertisement that you're paying for. So you're not paying for to get bad press during that time. Um, yeah. it, it's not it's not censorship in any way. It's just I, I look at it as a an issue of timing. So just yeah, no, I think, it,
1: I think it's a very good idea because everybody knows right. how I love Goodreads. I go crazy from Goodreads. I mean, I know people love Goodreads, and I have reviews on there. But I also look around occasionally when I can possibly <laughs> go in there, and not ready to jump out the window. They they open a book. They go like, you know what? I don't like this book, and they write that in their review. I mean, this is so cruel to an author. You know, if you don't like the genre, don't even bother opening the book then. Don't just read one page and go, oh, this book is horrible. I mean, this is terrible for a person that's written a book. You know, I mean, don't give a review then. Don't do anything if you don't, you know, just let it go. But they don't. On Goodreads, sometimes it's so cruel that it's like, oh my God, what are they doing? You know, it's so. I think what you're saying it's it's fair because. And I had uh, from KindleBookReview.net. Um, I had Richard on. He had written many books uh, for, about the Kindle, and he was on. And they have a lot of reviewers. And he said that he says that he does a lot of indie books, and he goes, don't you know if give them a break. Don't say the book's great if it's not, but don't go insane how bad it is, if it's really just something you don't like in it. You know? Be right. And, and, and
3: if it is something I, I've encountered that as a reviewer too. If it is something that just bothered me but probably wouldn't bother someone else, like a pet peeve, I make sure yeah. to mention that. Um, I'll say, right. you know, I, I had a problem with this, but other people might not. Or I'll make sure to,
1: to right. exactly. justify right. Right. my criticism. Right. right. Something. Right. But, 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 you know... So, cause,
3: if, if a reviewer comes to me and they say you know I'm kind of on the fence about this I'm not sure if I can give it 3.5 stars or not um, sometimes they'll send me the review and they'll say what do you think and it, you know either if it's me looking at it or if I am getting them to kind of assess it themselves they'll say do you think it promotes the book do you think that someone would read your review and be encouraged to buy the book or discouraged from buying the book um, you know that that's determines whether or not you should post it during the tour or not even because 3.5 stars means something different to every reviewer you know yeah
1: yeah so um
3: yeah so the bottom line is is a a review promoting the book that can be posted during the promotional period if it is go ahead and post it during the tour if not just hold it off for a week or so yeah,
1: because, you know, I mean, it's so, it's it really is, you know, and I know, you know, I mean, I think the audio book reviews are, you know, even if you don't have any reviews, sometimes you you definitely need them, and, you know, I have to, I myself have to start working on some of the things, and I, I do have reviews on most of them, but the thing is, I think that it, it is so different than a book, you know, on Amazon, because on Amazon, when, I, I don't even know how people have 300 reviews, I say this to almost every show I have, I can't, I, no, they get 300 reviews from people, but they do. So, I mean, you don't need 300 reviews. You need just to have some good, solid reviews, because I don't think most people are going to be sitting and looking for 300 reviews. What they, You know, if you have some good, solid reviews, that's enough, you know, to make someone say, yeah, maybe I'll read this book or listen to this book, you know. And um, what would you suggest, just for authors, you know, What else would you suggest for them to do with the audio books? Because I'll repeat this a lot of times on my show. So what would you suggest that they need? Well, a
3: tour, first of all. Okay. Um, And then I I usually suggest following a tour up with an adoption placement because the tour, this is a big difference between a tour and an adoption placement. The tour is a promotional period. It usually, for one book, it usually spans uh, the course of a week you'll be getting, you know, 7, 10, 15 uh, reviews during that week. And then after that week is over, that's it, you know. But if you uh, follow it up with an adoption placement, then that book stays on my um, adoption audiobook page for however long it takes until those codes all get adopted out. So you'll be getting – reviews sort of in a more organic manner uh, throughout, like long-term exposure, garnering reviews, you know, for months and months after that. Uh, so that, that's normally what I recommend immediately after yeah. a tour. Um, yeah. And, you know, the, the media kit, the press pack, all the things we've talked about, I think um, it's not a question of which should I do. It's a, a more of a question of when should I do each of them. Because yeah. I, I think if you combine all of these services, you're you're putting together, um, uh, you know, just a fantastic marketing strategy. In my opinion. Yeah. I agree. And so, like, Tracy,
1: you're starting out new, so that would be good. You'll just do it all at one time, and then that would be a good thing. You know, and I think I've been waiting to talk to you. I wanted to wait till the show to hear what you had to say, so I think I'm going to do a tour also because I think I should. You know, I have changed. You know, do you take store? I didn't, I, I didn't ask you this before, and I'm not sure from this. Do you take people, because we have a lot of people that do short stories, do they that have audio books?
3: Uh, I have what's your done, What's your feeling um, on that? It it depends. It it really is the case by case basis. I hate ruling out, making blanket statements and ruling out things. I just did a very successful tour for uh, a 30 minute audiobook. Um, It was Mm -hmm. called An Unbidden Visitor by Diane Ashcroft. Um, Mm -hmm. And that one was really popular, but that was a fiction story. It was about a ghost in, I think, Ireland. And this is another thing. I should have mentioned this earlier when we were talking about children's books. Nonfiction doesn't seem to tour that well. Um, So normally if somebody comes to me wanting to promote a children's book or a nonfiction book, I'll say, let's do the adoption program because they're more popular with um, uh, reviewers who are adopting than with tours. Um,
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. it, It
3: just depends on the story.
1: Yeah, I think you know there are different, and you you know we should also add that on your you know you do do specific little packages if they want to do some different things, and you also do web design. I don't want to forget the things that you do. So, are we forgetting anything that you do? I
3: web do design, it all. I do and, teaser design, graphic design. Um, yes, I do web design. I designed my entire website, uh, everything on there. I did. Um, yeah, and and that was sort of out of. Uh, necessity too because I was working with authors and narrators in the beginning who didn't have websites and I'm like well you really need one you know and they said oh I don't know how to do it blah 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 so I was like okay well I've got the skills I might as well you know try right, go my for hand it. at it so that is it's not something that I do regularly but I can do it if you need it done I, I can definitely do it I think I do a pretty good job uh, you look at my website and tell me but um, yeah, you know yeah, you're very
1: thorough at what you Red do. You know, Tracy time. Tracy, is there something you wanted to ask her,
3: Trace?
2: Um, I was gonna ask you if you um have media kits or press kits that people can use to highlight you on their blogs because I'd be interested in highlighting your business on my blog on I my office page. Oh, thank you. Do so I have to you request those, well, or can you just send me one? <laughs> um, I
3: can send it to you. Yeah, I just sent it to Marsha right before the show. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna. Right, I right, I did, yeah, I'm not. Too. I didn't. I'm not in my email right now. Yeah, but right because right, and I have your. I have um, on the show page. I don't know if you saw it, but we. I have the audio book. You know, I'm because I've been talking about this to people because I think they. You know, people that have audio books really don't. No, and I, and I see a lot, I saw several people that do audiobooks um, with you that have been on my show, and one is Lee oh, Michaels, cool. and I, I love having Lee Michaels. <laughs> she's so interesting mm-hmm. and um, she's been on a lot of times. I saw her book there. so I mean you know, I mean, you do a lot of people's books, and and it's really important for the audiobooks to get out there. You know, audibles is a big. I mean, it is. I mean, you see it on commercials. You see it everywhere. And it it is hard to, you know, promote. That's why your services, you know, they're very inexpensive. And you can do these things, you know, a lot of them. You don't have to just stop at one. Because You you know, it's like anything else. Yeah. I already, I, I already asked. I asked her if I asked you the first time. Do you want to do do, you do social media? Do everything? I was ready to say, could you do everything for me? Because I don't want to do this, you know. Because most people really social
3: media setup. I do training, um, a WordPress training, anything you need. I'm self taught. I know, I
1: you everything. know, I know how to do all this, but, but I you know, I I do not do these things. I just want someone to take it away from me because a lot of authors oh, we just are so tired that, of this, you know. And but I you know, yeah. I like I've you know some of the services that I've had I don't use, but you know those are the people that I have on my show or I promote and like Tracy, you know she knows this too because she'll be promoting what you do because we we always tried a lot of people so we are you know in, in and yeah. not with audiobooks because there aren't a lot of things out so and i know that right. people they give up with the audiobooks and they so i think that this is why and this show is going to be on demand and it goes over and over go it's on my website and you know it's always out there it's a live sh- you know it's on demand for for I don't know, years because a lot of my shows are done from years ago. Mm-hmm. Because people really need to know certain things that they just don't know and they don't know what to who'd even ask.
3: Exactly, exactly. But what you were mentioning about social media, that's actually the one thing that I don't do. I think uh what you're describing the virtual assistant. I know. Yeah I know. I I do specialist work in and out. uh, That way I can um, help as many people as possible. But I I, I I am in contact with a lot of virtual assistants. So, um, you know, if somebody needs someone, I can definitely hook you up.
1: But, you know, you know, the problem is that someone like me or other people, we don't think we're doing the social media, but I'm on it every day. And people are saying we see it, you know, And but a lot of times with Facebook now, you know, they're not, uh, I have a lot of people I don't even know who are on, I see their thing. So it's like what's happening now is you have to really be current of who you want on your Facebook because otherwise the other people aren't seeing you. So I, that's a problem right. that will have to, that'll be fixed eventually, I guess, because we'll all have to go back in. Because I think people don't realize that people that you might have added a year ago, they don't see your posts. Forget that; it's not happening. A lot of them. So I don't right. know the well, answer to that. There are
3: services. There are services you can use. Um, I've got them all compiled in a, a list for. A, I'm working on a marketing guide. Um, oh, okay. Actually, that's, that's good. that's an exclusive for your show. Yeah, because I, I was kind of keeping the lid on that, but okay, that's uh, good. It just out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just in so time. Things, just uh, in time. I'll but, wait. I'll yeah, wait exactly. for it. I'll wait for the list. <laughs> I'm working on having it ready for audiobook month, which is June. Um, okay. But yeah, there's services like Buffer. Um, that uh, that's just the one that came to mind. But there's several social media services that. Um, you can kind of preload a bunch of tweets for a bunch of posts and they'll, you know, automatically schedule it for you. I think it makes it a lot of I know cuz I right
1: I I've been on a lot of these posts, but you know, I I myself have look for certain different things and I've been doing a lot of it now myself. That's why the link and the packet with the link is a good thing to have because it just serves the purpose of what you're doing rather, you know, cause I I'm out there all the time doing it too, you know? And so not, not that I love it, but I know I have to do it. And that's what people have to do. And with audio books, especially because it's a market that's not, it's not like Amazon, but when you're on Amazon, they see the audio book. And so I'm going to change a lot of things myself after listening to what Tracy had said and what you said. So I, you know, I learned too, so I think that this is why this has really been good. I mean, Tracy, any other questions before we kind of sign off, or that you want to ask? Well, before
2: Jess goes, can you give us your website and your email address yeah. and spell it for the blind lady? Would you? <laughs> yes, absolutely.
3: Uh, Audiobookwormpromotions dot com. That's a u d i o b o o k. W O R M promotions P R O M O T I O N S dot com and my and those email are address all is all
2: lowercase.
3: Yes. Yeah. Okay. My email address is just jeff, Jess J E S S at Audiobookwormpromotions.com
2: dot com. And those are all lowercase, too, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, if I put and I think the computer wrong, the computer will spit them back at me. So
1: I have to make oh, sure okay. I'm doing it right. We we all do that, Tracy. We all do that. So we worry about I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, very good at that. Um, Jess, is there anything that we forgot that you want to say?
3: I don't think so. Um, okay, well, good. Well, I mean, it's just okay. the, the, the point that I really want to hammer home is that um, I'm not a, like a, a big corporation. I'm not sitting here in a suit and tie. I, I'm just <laughs> I'm an audiobook lover and reviewer, and uh, I'll I'll work my best to help you any way I can. Right, and that's and that's all somebody
1: can ask for. And but you know what though, you could be from a huge corporation. They don't do anything for anybody. So it's like you don't even know right. what they're doing for you. But usually nothing. So I mean, you get the job done. That's why I wanted to have you on the show because you are doing what you're supposed. To, if you want for audio books, this is the way it is. But you can use your packet that you get to send anywhere because it's your information on your audio, but it's also other information. So you can send it out right. to anybody.
2: Right. Anyway, Thank you I love so it. much, sweetie, for sharing all yes. your expertise and your links yeah, and everything I think to help great. those of us that don't know what we're doing go along. <laughs> yeah. So well, I appreciate the, the fact that you're tra- willing yeah. to even <laughs> Tracy, talk about it. Tracy, you
1: seem to be doing okay, <laughs> Tracy. You, you seem to manage to do all these things. So I think that we don't, yeah, you know. Yeah, we... Simon
3: and Schuster. You're doing okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, Tracy well, does work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She does great work, and she does. And she does. She's does. she been on shows before with Virginia. I met her through Virginia, and then, you know, she was on Scott's show when we had it. She was, was just an interview with her. So I think I should put that out again, Tracy. And, Jess, I hope you'll come back again, because I want to really explain people how good audiobooks are and what to do with them when they get them. Yeah. But you definitely can do it. All right, and thank you all. And, and I, do I have a will show. be in
2: touch, Jess, too.
1: And we have, I have one show. I have a day. show, and I have a lot of shows in May. But Tracy will be on with me for a Mother's Day show with Judy Schneider. You're excited about the
2: Mother's Day show?
1: Yes, that's going to Mother's Day show on Tuesday the first. I can't believe it's going to be May, and I know. Well, Jess, you have nice weather, right? You're in Cal, aren't you? In the Pacific part? Yes.
3: No, I'm in Eastern North Carolina, but we are having really
2: nice weather right now. Except I can say oh, you okay. to today.
1: Yeah, that's right. We, well, I thought kind of that, too, because the first time I didn't talk to you, but now when you, as soon as you meant your southern accent for your book, you know, and so it's, and I'm in Chicago, we don't know what summer, we don't know what spring is here. It's 38 degrees, so I don't know. I'm hoping by May we'll get maybe 50 would be good. All right, so goodbye to everybody, and thank you again, Jess. Thank you, Tracy, and I hope we gave everybody good information, because I know I'm going to be very busy now. And I'll be sending things out. Thanks, Martha. So, thank you again. Thank you so much.
2: Bye. Thanks, Jess. Bye. Bye bye, Jess. Bye. Thank you bye so bye. much. Bye
3: bye. No problem. Bye.